I'm back. Welcome to yet another episode of Offside with me, your host, who else? Shida Osman. Uh, wait. Yeah. If you see cat fur on my shirt, I'm sorry. Because I just rumoused my cat's face just now. A lot of anger issues, yeah? And existential crisis. <sighs> Whoever said that being 30 plus, being an adult is easy should be tased. Because it is not, it feels like, you know how um, the feeling of your parents are transitioning back to being babies? Being in your 30s feels like you are transitioning, no, you're being pulled back to the time where there were bullies around. You're in high school and they were jocks and they were cheerleaders that you fear for a life that you're not the cool one. But anyways, <laughs> um, ow, ow, itch, sorry. Kinda dander. Anyways, I hope you guys are doing well. To my friends, to my sisters and brothers, and to all everyone who is fasting right now, I am as well. Dabuka puasa. It's I broke fast already, so it's just recorded at night. So yeah. Um, before you judge me, not that you know my spiritual choice is any of your business, but let me just say I hope you guys are doing well this Ramadan. I hope um your all your ibadah and all you know all your prayers will be answered and good times i hope you'll be surrounded with all the positivities and love and you know even though for some of us uh, ramadan can be perfect we have food on the table we can buy you know we can prepare for aid we can prepare for hari raya but all in all ramadan is actually a space where we think about the less fortunate uh, not even that we think about the people who don't get to have privileged life like us and privilege can mean a lot of things like you know as simple as having easeling money you know as simple as that not a lot of people can afford that and as simple as having a job um, as simple as still having parents that's a privilege as simple as being able to buy a new tudung or hijab, being able to buy a new hijab, being able to buy a new jubah, being able to buy new, you know, curtains, being able to buy, like, you know, those are small privileges that I think we all should appreciate. And um, this fasting month especially is a time for us to be better human beings and think about the lesser fortunate because not a lot of people are as privileged as we are um this ramadan personally has been a challenging one for me uh because as you all know uh i am doing ad hocs here and there and i realized that i got so used to having a full-time job previously that i can provide everything for my family especially doing aid not that we are, you know, suffering right now. Ow, just got an itch. Not that we are suffering right now, but I'm just saying that, um, you know, with you, with me pursuing uh, whatever I want to do and trying to make money out of it um, actually takes a toll on the finances as a whole, as a family. Um, I, I, I refuse... People are going to say that I'm irresponsible, but hey, I still have food on the table. Um, you know, in this, my heart goes out to, especially during COVID, I am sure a lot of people are in trouble right now, um, financial-wise. 
um, I don't know if it's the same as me Probably you can relate to this If you cannot provide the same As you can for your family Because it means happiness, right? Festive seasons mean happiness It's okay, just you know, um, do small things for festive seasons. Help your parents or help your spouses to clean the house, to decorate the house. If you can't buy decorations, DIY, use papers, whatever you can to actually, you know, be in this spirit and just spend time with your loved ones because that's much more priceless than being able to buy all the kueh, being able to buy all the baju, <laughs> you know. Um, don't be disheartened. It's okay. Um... You know, people always say this, that with every hardship comes ease. And especially this Ramadan, if you are challenged, best believe that there'll be better there'll be better things for you. You know, we don't deserve everything. Sometimes we are given more, but we tend to forget the blessings that we have. The reason why I'm so emotional talking about this is because I had a long conversation with Cameron. And, you know, sometimes... <sighs> Sometimes if you're sorry, I want to cry. <laughs> Sometimes, um, I know he's a um, non. This is so hard to talk about. I know he is a non-Muslim, but sometimes <laughs> it's not cool to cry on air. Just kidding. It's okay to cry. I just it's just me. With him, sometimes I feel like he he teaches me so much things about life and everything else and especially during these hard times he made me realize that you know like it's okay to not have a full-time job it's okay not to have like a really good pay right now especially during covid right sometimes when you have friends who are non-muslim around you and they make you realize that they believe in not saying that the, you know what I mean they don't I'm not saying non-Muslims will teach you very quote-unquote Islamic ways that you forgot that oh my god that is in the teachings of the hadith and teachings in the surah you know so w- where I'm going is whoever you meet in life he means a lot to me because he even though not being a Muslim he teaches me a lot of things about forgive me international listeners it's called muhasabadiri to make yourself better to propel in life so if you if you see my quality of life being different right now to my friends and families if you're listening it's because of him and it's also because of whatever has happened that has opened my eyes anyways so yeah let's all be better um people muslims human beings to the world because we deserve none of it Whatever we are given is only equivalent to the effort that we put in. So do not be disheartened. Keep on doing it. Let me just tell you before I go into the next topic. There are so many times that I have been told to quit this podcast. So many times by friends, by families. Because I'm not making any money. (laughs) You know, well, I am. But I'm not going to tell you how much. Um... So many times people have been saying that it's comparisons and people have been telling me that you've been doing this for three years. Why aren't you getting this amount of money in comparison to that? It's like I didn't even share the earnings that I get, you know, but like 
why? Because you see the wavelength of other people getting it, so you're supposed to get it as well. No. To everyone, and that's why I also, you know, interviewed um, Singaporeans who took a dive and took a different route of careers in Singapore because of that particular issue, because of someone telling me that you're supposed to be here in three years, you're not doing it anymore. So it, it caught me off guard for a bit, it got me thinking, it wanted me, it made me wanted to quit podcasting, but that's what sparked me into wanting to interview people who went the left route and go for their dreams. So to all of you, don't give up on your dreams. There's going to be lots of hardships. You're going to throw your, supposed to throw yourself out there. And another good friend told me that if it's either all or nothing, if you want to get into this, which is however you want to call it, entertainment industry, media industry, whatever it is, you have to dive in and not be afraid because people are going to say shit about you that's one valuable advice that i got from um this person and i thought about it and i needed it at that point in time because i was feeling so low but it helped me a lot so thank you you know who you are but thank you anyways um let's talk about anger issues (laughs) all of a sudden now Aid is coming soon, right? Okay, the reason why I'm talking about this is because we have all, Malay people, we have all grown up celebrating Hari Raya or Aid, going to our cousin houses, our grand, visiting our grandma houses, visiting all our family members at the back of a fucking lorry. All of us, we have gone through that. I have as well, even though my family is close knit, it's just us, but I have been visiting with like um previous partners families and i have been at the back of the lorry and we know how fun it is for us because it's visiting right but in the context of what i'm going to talk about which you know what i'm going to talk about we don't know when the hell are we going to die <sighs> speaking of that right i actually miss being at the back of the lorry because it was so fun with hair all blowing in the wind and then you have that one uncle who is talking about eh nice ah the keropok nice ah the kuih I actually you know uh, the next house I want to drink kopi ah because I think I actually drank a little bit too much F&N you know that kind of story is all the makcik with the gelang and everything it's so fun everybody is like surrounded but in the next top in what I'm going into is for the past few days and I know it is Ramadan but we also have to understand and take a step back that we Malays, we have to, like, wait, I'm trying to say this in the right way so that I wouldn't be, like, cancelled because uh, cancel culture is, like, everywhere and I've got them irritating. Not that I care, but it's just goddamn annoying. Look, I am Malay. I, cel- I celebrate Ramadan as well. Not discounting the fact that it's not important, but what is important right now is people are dying. How many deaths have we seen on the goddamn TV every single day? Not to mention Palestinians. That one don't say. We can only pray and help and donate. You know, if I can, I think all of us will go and help these people. But locally, if you pay attention to the news, yesterday, we just had a new death of a Bangladeshi construction worker who was hit by an, by an excavator and 
he passed away. The reason why I brought up that anger issues, trying to like calm myself down. The reason why I actually brought up that celebrating Hari Raya at the back of the lorry is because we don't know when we're going to die. Now, the other thing is, I understand that for, I don't know when it was stopped or law was implemented that, you know, during, like we're not supposed to travel at the back of the lorry anymore because for a point of period of time, there was a time where people just stopped you know, visiting during Hari Raya at the back of a lorry, right? If you remember that, all my Malay people, I think, back me up here. <laughs> I think you can remember that for a, for a moment of time, nobody was allowed to to actually do visiting and, you know, at the back of your abang sedara lorry, your nephew's lorry, and just go around, right? So, it just fucks with my head that if you... I'm not sure about this. I'm sure some law was implemented. But it just fucks in my head that if you can implement that kind of law for your own citizens. And I'm sure and I'm sure people are, you know, trying to... I feel like it's not addressed enough. I, I'm giving the benefit of that that people are working on it. And I think, you know, the Migrant Workers Associ- Association and organization who are always fighting... I wish I can do more and I want to... But if you can implement that kind of law for your citizens to not be at the back of the lorry, why can you transport construction workers who helps us Singaporeans to have a roof on our head, over our head, to be like, you know, transported from one place to another place respectfully? Like by by a bus. Why not that? It's only... I, I'm sure... Look, the only reference that I have for the transportation of buses is like for kids when, you know, parents need to send them to school and then they have to take like bus transportation from home to school. Why can it not be implemented that construction companies, if they were to transport construction workers, they need to hire a bus? And it does not mean that, you know, if you're on... Unbi- and come on lah, we're talking about construction companies. Like, you know how many... I am sure, and this is due to my negligence and ignorance, I am sure that they earn... Not that I did the research, like I say, negligence once again. Once again, I'm sure they have lots of money. Why not hire a bus and transport them? Why? I cannot say and make excuses for them and say that, oh, there's not a lot of, you know, private buses, drivers. I don't think so, you know. If factory workers can do it, why can construction workers have the same rights? You know, and this is not even a matter of fighting for rights. This is basic humanity. Like, I am still seeing construction workers at the back of the lorry and yesterday... No, wait, April 20th, there was that fatal accident and lots of them were injured. Like, and then yesterday there was a death when the excavator... Can we just take extra care of these people? That's it. Can we just take extra care of these people? Because they are the ones who are, el- who, who are helping us. Like... 
I know I didn't do my research and I know outside is supposed to be a happy and joyous thing but these are the kind of things that I believe should be addressed and once again like I say I know it's Ramadan and you know we're supposed to talk about Ramadan and all that stuff and all the other podcasts is doing it but I just I just want to reiterate that this is Singapore and we live with multiracial whatever it is that is happening in, that was happening in the past you know racism whatever it is we are still living in a country and it's multiracial we need to take care but we need to take care of each other we need to respect each other you know <sighs> like let's not get into <coughs> let's not get into the indonesians before that's why i wanted to touch on this before we touched on the Nangala, forgive me if I'm pronouncing it wrongly. There's just so much emotions in me right now. When I read about this issue, um, I was angry when I read about that issue about you know the fatal accident and all the construction workers getting hurt. And then now I'm reading about the Nangala submarine where all 53 of them actually you know passed away. I just it's been a hard week, guys. I believe for all of us. But anyways. Lesson learned. We can all die at any point in time. So let's not take things for granted. And tell the people we love that we love them. And pray. And for my Muslim people during Ramadan, let's increase our ibadah. <laughs> Even if you don't wear the hijab and you want to wear the hijab now, just for trials, go for it, sir. Anyways, once again, the government needs to do something about construction workers. Give them the same respect. Transport them. Please provide for them bus transportation. Okay, thank you. Okay, now moving on. Ah, <laughs> uh, to happier news. Um. So, I feel like I just got a birthday present a couple of months too early. I know people always think that I like you know I always get lavish things no I don't but <coughs> for the whole of my life I grew up uh, you know I have my siblings as well my siblings are gamers they have uh, game consoles I'm I like games but not that much so where I'm going in where I'm going with this where I'm going in where I'm going with this is I got a gift from my fiance and because we are so far away I told him that with this we should actually do a promotion that everyone should actually have this because it would help them at least release the frustration of not being able to hold the person you love. So, Cameron bought me an Oculus Quest. And I appreciate it that, you know, not a lot of of people can actually, you know, um, afford this, but it was a gift for me because we were so far away and I was dying inside and especially during this eight that I won't be able to see him boohoo my story who cares but anyways <laughs> what I want to say was it was my first time having a console if you can call it a console a game console it was my first time <laughs> playing virtual reality and I am telling you this if you are not sure that you may have motion sickness if you ever get the chance to purchase or even, you know, borrow it from 
your friends or any of your family members who has a VR set, try that shit and tell me that you're not going to knock into things and you're not going to be queasy or not or you know nauseous. Just just prove me wrong and tell me you're not going to be cuz Cameron was a pro at it. He was because he, he works, you know, he he works in the trailer industry, as a movie trailer industry. So he works with graphics which is 2D and 3D and all that kind of stuff. So it is it doesn't affect his orientation, his visual orientation. But for me, because it's VR, I was playing, <laughs> I was playing Rec Room. <clears throat> this and I just got it like a couple days ago. So I was playing Rec Room. They are the for those who don't know what Oculus Quest is, if you still want to listen in, continue. If you don't want and this is boring you, it's completely fine. I sound like I sound like a complete nerd talking about this, but I actually love. Um, VR but I just this one game Cameron wanted me to download Rec Room so it's a game where you know you can like it's like a chat room lah and then you can meet all your friends and then you know like do activities together online virtual reality Uh, (laughs) I didn't know I had motion sickness and while playing that game I think because I set the locomotion wrongly it was supposed it wasn't supposed to be the first person view it was supposed to be like a second person view. I don't know. So I said. Within minutes. Within five minutes of me. Playing that rec room game. I was hyperventilating. I was like okay wait. wait. I feel queasy already. And I was like. Because I was. When you play Oculus Quest. You can actually talk. Well. I was with him. I caught. You can't. You can activate calls and you, you know, you can ask the other person to actually join the party for you to be able to converse with them. But I, when you launch a app, an app, a app, an app on the Oculus Quest, uh, you can't, you know, you're not, it's put on mute. You, you're not able to converse with that person. So I called Cameron on the phone and I told him, I don't think, babe, I don't think I can do this. It's making me queasy and I'm hyperventilating. And he was like, okay, I think we should stop this. Him being him. He was like, okay, I think we should stop this. Um, maybe we can just go to big screen. Big screen. Let me just promote that uh, later on. <laughs> um, maybe we can just go into big screen and we can just hang out. So yeah, we did just that. Hey, hyperventilating. Huh? It was so bad. I, I was like sweating. I think it's because of the orientation of me sitting down and, you know, my brains were like, hey, you're moving, but why is your body not moving? You know, I think it's because of that. But anyways, long-distance relationship couples and also people who are abroad and away from their family, listen up. You, if you have a lot of money, <laughs> I was lucky enough that Cameron bought it for me. Thank God. Alhamdulillah. If you have lots of money and you miss your boyfriend, spouse, children, everything or anything like that, People who are close to you buy an Oculus Quest and at least you can because video I've been doing video for the past I don't know how many decades with Cameron and sometimes it just doesn't do shit and Cameron was right. This Oculus Quest actually helps you to release your you know yearning not in a sexual way keep your head out of the gutter but I'm just saying that you know if you miss at someone at least you you get that virtual hug like literally virtual hug if you go into like you know apps like big screen 
and um, other apps that you can actually do together and physically be interactive. Speaking of that, Netflix, you need to think of something. I'm telling you, you need to... I know there's third-party apps where you can actually watch Netflix with your friends online, but I'm telling you, they need to... Like, it should be a native thing, an in-house thing where people are allowed... You know, like Spotify, you can actually make a playlist with someone else, right? Netflix needs to do that. Like, I know not to cater to me only because it's long-distance relationship. But especially during COVID, people should strike the iron while it's hard. Because I am telling you, if Netflix launched that, everybody in the world, even though they're apart, you know, this is a time that technology needs to be innovative they need to think of connecting like nokia connecting people right <laughs> they need to be to be thinking about how to connect people digitally I'm not saying hologram and all that kind of shit probably in the future but i'm just saying that they need to think of ways where people can do activities online other than zoom and family members so that they don't feel so far away from each other and i'm telling you that and i am banking on this if someone calls me up and tell me that thank you for your brilliant idea, which unfortunately people won't do that, but I'm telling you, if you are a good person and you catch on this idea and you start this and you want to credit me, please give me lots of money and bank it into my bank account and I will produce for you more brilliant ideas. Set <laughs> myself like a whore there. Anyways, that has been a good... um offside session i'm sorry if it was a little bit on the sad side because i just i cannot deal with it you know like especially ramadan has always been like before before we go off before i go off ramadan has always been a precious month for me it's a month for you to reflect and all you know and for you to at least you're being given a chance to be good again you know and or in other words it's actually a reset button for you to be you know a good human being and then after that, chaos will start <laughs> for me. It feels like that. But And there has been so many deaths. Not to mention, you know, the death of Polly Gray from, from Picky Blinders. Oh my god, I love her. She was my hero. But on a serious note, there has been so many deaths um, that could have been prevented. And we should talk about this kind of issues more. You know, I, I, I don't know if one day I might be caught in hot soup for talking about this kind of stuff. This, this, it's not even thought-provoking. It's not even taboo. It is basic stuff that people do not want to talk about. So here I am, you know, taking a leap and talking about this kind of stuff. Even though in minute details, you know. Um, yeah, I hope this is the end of it. I hope you guys... Have a good weekend. Uh, once again, if you do want to advertise with a dossier, home-based business, uh, real estate, anything like that, um, if you do want to advertise on a dossier, uh, please do contact me. You know where to find me. And I hope you guys have a good week. Kiss your loved ones and appreciate the small blessings that you have around you. You might not have what exactly you want, but you are surrounded by things that you need. I love you. Until next episode, goodbye.